Oh, this is four things. This is a special four things, so I'm gonna cut that. I can't even I can't even do that right now. Cause I already know who's in the building right now. If y'all don't know who's in the building right now. Yazar! It's now we're Spotty good. Wi-Fi. And you know I'm an all-time guy. Oh, the king's in the building. Yes, sir. It's official, I'm the king of punks. Haters gave me motivation. Even the coronavirus couldn't stop my coronation. Buy low, sell high, diamond hand determination. I'm spotty Wi-Fi, five, five, two, eight, and we all gonna I dox myself, so if you need me, you know where to find me. I'm certified, don't need no websites to verify me. We about to take the revolution to the main stage. Go tell the labels, I don't think we on the same page. That's all right. Now, I'm going to say, guest, go ahead. Let the people know who you are, what you do, why they may know you, or why you would want them to know you. Hey, what is going on, man? I'm Spotty. I am the king of the crypto punks, the best, only crypto punk rapper alive. I love that's it. All, that's all that needs to be said. Welcome back, Spotty. My pleasure, bro. Welcome back. What a What a year we've had, right? Yeah, my my God, and it's only been it's only been about four months since you were here. Is that you know it? what I mean? If, that's yeah, crazy. that's what I'm saying. It feels like it was a long time ago, but like that, it wasn't that long ago. That's funny. I was actually re-listening to not the whole thing, but a, a lot of our interview yep. today, and I, I forgot to look at the date. But I was I was actually curious. But yeah, man, four months like it feels like a long time, longer time for sure. And how much how much of the shit were we talking uh, came true over the last four months, bro? It's crazy, man. It's crazy. Yeah. Uh, it's also it was also interesting hearing myself because like and both of us, you know, but yeah. I, I spoke some things into existence, but I can tell like I speak with more confidence now because now it's like manifesting, you know, mm-hmm. um, and now just, you see where I was at when we first started talking and you were like, yo, why are you popping all this shit about being the best <laughs> podcast host and all that shit? And I'm like, cuz that's what you got. You got to own it. Like you got to well, claim it. Well, I was really like, that's what that's what uh, got my attention. You know, it, it was, mm-hmm. it wasn't like a question. It was more just like, Oh, I, I need to, I need to tap in, you know, cause that's the same energy I was br- trying to bring. I love it. Um, and I'll be honest, man, it's been dope watching you out here, uh, you know, kind of moving around and, uh, making moves and all that kind of stuff. Cause I know in the rap world in general, it's not really easy. Um, with the hip hop game, it's not always easy because a lot of the times people will front on you until they, until they want to take what you have. Um, right. you know what I mean? So it's hard to kind of stay ahead of the curve without somebody trying to step into your lane or whatever. Um, so like I said, it's been dope just to kind of watch you move around. What's, uh, what's it been like the last like four months or whatever, trying to try to do this thing, man. Thank you. First of all. And likewise, bro, it's really dope. Um, watching you, you know, do your thing and, you know, even both as a podcaster and as a collector and as like a thought leader, you know, I appreciate Um, that brother. But man, for me, it's been a wild ride, man. It's been, it's been crazy. Um, you know, like you said, it is, it is tough in hip hop because it's very competitive. Um, but I get so much love, bro. Like I I get a lot of love, a, a lot of people embracing what I'm trying to do. And, um, it's been like a whirlwind, like a dream come true, really. Um, and 
I, I feel like very blessed and privileged, you know, like I'm in a privileged position that, that I believed in myself, you know, those months ago and that I wanted to take this little JPEG that I bought and do something fun and creative with it. And it's not for everybody, like a lot of, you know, it's not for everybody, especially in the world of hip hop and rap. I guess some people saying it's a gimmick or it's a fluke or this or that, but you know, it's all good. Cause uh, yeah, I was going to ask you about that. I was going to ask what it was like to be called like, a, I don't know. Cause like, I guess I've been through the hip hop ringer before, like I've been through it all. So like when it comes down to it, like I've been uh, a fan where you just, um, you just straight up like you're just bought into it. Like you're bought into everything. You don't, you don't really see even the outside perspective of why somebody might not like an artist or whatever. Like you don't care. Right. Um, it's just for you who you rock with or whatever. I've also been on the side where it's like, yeah, that dude might have some talent or whatever, but it's just not for me. You know what I mean? But like, right. they're still, they're still doing their thing or whatever. Like I still respect it, but it's just not, it's just not really my vibe. And at one point, I, especially when I was first coming up, there were like with the backpack mentality, there was a lot of mentality of like, that's not real hip hop. Mm -hmm. um, there has to be like a certain, like it has a bar that it has to hit in order for it to be real hip hop or, you know, whatever. But like, I'm very critical about people that can rap. Like I'll, if you listen to this podcast, you know that. Um, right. If anybody came on the show at any point um, and I, uh, and I went through and played their music. I would be very honest about how I felt about it. Um, I, I I told the story before when I met Alzai. Like I straight up told him like he like he wasn't really for me, but he he killed it live. Like that shit was dope as fuck. Um, I don't I don't bite my tongue because I feel like it's it, hip hop is a very um, you know anybody can jump into like the crypto space and say oh I've been here for five years and i know what i'm talking but really they don't they've been there for five days or whatever but they have everybody fooled you can't do that in the hip-hop world like in the hip-hop world like you can't just jump in and just say oh i know this or i know you know what i mean so i i so take that funny. knowledge that i've learned throughout these years and i now apply it to shit and i feel like it's valuable and and if you want to listen to it that's fine whatever my thing is with spotty is is that when i listen when i listen to your tracks the first thing i tell people is i'm like yo spotty can rap like he can rap like there there's no doubt of, if you listen to hip hop and you could listen to the most hippity hop shit or you could listen to, you know, the, the most gutter shit or whatever, no matter what you listen to. Um, the fact is, is you can tell if somebody can rap or not. Spotty can rap. In my opinion, Spotty can rap. You might not love his content. Right. But at the same time that's where we're at right now in the world. Like that's where we're at in the space. Like there has to be a way like, bro, there's been a long time now where like, I haven't really sat down to write and do an album and stuff like that because I can't really find like a creative way to merge the, the worlds that I'm a part of. Right. I feel you. And I think that's like, I think that's a challenge in itself. So I don't know if you want to speak on that, but I, I just think that that's like a, a part of it also is like the hip hop aspect has to be accounted for. And we're not going to sit here talking about how we're flipping fucking, you know, keys of coke or whatever like we gotta exactly, we gotta talk about bro. something relatable well dude i went through a drought you know I, I did nine years of i didn't write a song right you know um and it was like i, I was doing music full time and then i got burnt out and i kind of quickly transitioned from living this rapper lifestyle of like touring and writing songs every day you know and then all of a sudden i'm just like working a day job you right. know and then this nft world and this metaverse concept just inspired me and it gave me a new creative lease on life of like, oh, I can be anything I want to be. And it doesn't have to be, you know, fulfilling the tropes of like popular music, 
you know. Was uh, it, oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Well, and, and yeah, it's like to some people, like they're they're not ready for it. So they look at it and they think like, oh, that's a gimmick. But we talked about this when I was on the show four months ago. And I stood firm in the fact that I've done my 10,000 hours, probably more, a lot more than 10,000 hours. So I come with the confidence that like, exactly like you said, you don't have to like the content, but you, ha you have to respect and acknowledge that, you know, I saw somebody on Twitter, I'm not going to mention their name because they know mm -hmm. who they are, but I have, I have some vocal haters and some of them are rappers, right? Some of them are like these struggle rappers that, you know, they can't figure out how to monetize their music, this or that. And, um, one guy was talking about, oh, I can't wait to find, figure out like if he if he started rapping before or after he got a crypto punk. Well, right. bro, you could Google me now. Right, you know? right, right. You could figure you, that information. Like, there's nothing to, to figure now, out. My story is out there. If you couldn't tell, if your ear couldn't discern, mm -hmm. you could you could Google me now. And my story is out there. And, and like I said in the snippet you played, I dox myself, you know. But at the same time, then I come to find out the same people. I, they just started rapping, <laughs> you know, right, so right, like, you can't take, you can't take what people say because look, nobody was ever early and everybody liked what they were doing. Even when you're on time or, or late, everybody's not going to like what you're doing, let alone when you're early. And, um, to me, it's just like, like you said, I could be out here making up stories about my life. Like a lot of rappers do. I could be out here glorifying, you know, a violence or addiction or this or that, like a poverty, like a lot of rappers do. But I found a way to do something that I enjoy, that I love, and it doesn't involve any of that. And even if you don't like the substance, I'm, I'm really drawing up a blueprint that any artist with any sort of substance in their music can adapt and improve upon and take, you know, into the future. I think some of it, um, like when you're talking about that, I, I've realized myself anyways in the last six months um, that I think some of that is projection. And mm. what happens is, is people feel a certain, like I had an issue recently with uh, with an influencer that uh, he, about five, five months ago or so, he pointed his finger at me and said that um, I was looking for freebies and handouts um hmm. for having people on my show and i was like yo you don't understand the amount of time and effort i really put into the show and and what i what i'm doing over here like you don't like you don't get what i'm trying to do and um and he was like well just understand that people are going to question your integrity you know blah 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 and i'm like yo you can question my integrity all you want like you can do a background check on me and see what i've been up to over the last like 10 15 years or whatever and you can see that like if you're going to question my integrity integrity you're one of the few that are that are going to do that shit because because uh, that doesn't you know for everything that i might not have had in my life the one thing that i've always been able to, to say is i'm a stand-up dude right and um and when this shit went down you know I'm, I'm not one to forget about something i'm a lot like you spotty where like if somebody jumps out and says something like you i'm gonna need that apology hmm. you know what i mean like i'm gonna need that apology like we can't just look past that all the time and be like oh no i understand bro you were just being protective of the scene blah 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 <laughs> Cause like what I'm looking at it as is like, what have you done for the fuck? Hey, you know what oh. I'm saying? Like, cause like my thing is, is like, if you're, if you're calling me out for my integrity, handouts, freebies, blah, blah, blah. All I've seen you do this person is retweet giveaways, other, hmm. other giveaways, um, and leech onto other projects that he's quote unquote a part of, but isn't really a part of like, if I'm a part of a project, 
it's going to be like, I'm going to have some creative input in it. Like I'm, it's going to be my baby in some way, shape or form, even if it's only one eighth of that project or whatever, like it's still something that I'm really going to fuck with. You can tell that this dude doesn't really fuck with this project like that. Cause if he did, when he was out at NFT NYC, he'd be out there with a t-shirt on with, with the fucking picture of the, of the project or whatever. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. that type of shit. He wasn't out there like that. He was out there just to hang out and take pictures with fucking, you know, with Ja Rule and shit. And like, that's the type of shit where it's like, bro, I don't, I let you live. Like, I didn't say anything. Like, I'm not calling you out. I'm not, he called me confrontational the other day. And I said, bro, I'm not confrontational until people start pointing fingers at me and shit like that. And when you're, when you're trying to make an example out of me of, oh, you're looking for freebies and handouts and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, maybe you should look at the fuck in the mirror. Like, maybe that's what the issue is, is like, maybe you're, you're projecting some shit onto me because I didn't do any of that. You know what I mean? I totally hear you, bro. I totally hear you. it's a lot of projection. Um, is, I'm, exactly. I, I totally hear you. And I, and I have the same question run through my head from time to time. I see somebody talking and you know what's funny? I, well, I think to myself, like you said, what have you done? You know, because I know what I did. Like, yep. I know what I did this year and I know what I'm doing this year. I know what I'm doing next year. Um, yep. and, and then the same thing, like a lot of these people, they're, they're quick to type on a keyboard but let them let them be on the same stage as me on Twitter Spaces and watch right. watch watch the honey that comes out of their mouth. Watch how. That's why I don't go on that shit, bro. I already know what it is. I don't go on <laughs> Twitter Spaces. I don't go on Clubhouses. And and people could say, oh, he's not an active part of the community. Blah blah blah. I've put in my hours here. I've had guests come through. The 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 platform's always been open. I've reached out to artists. I've reached out to people. I've been very active in the scene. I just don't do spaces in clubhouses. I, I think that there's too many negatives to them for me to want to be in them. And people could say that they're the best thing in the world. I just don't really see eye to eye with them. Like I don't, they're not really my thing. Like I think that it's really easy to jump on there and promote something and push it and, you know, and all that kind of shit. But at the end of the day, like the one thing I, the one thing I'll say with Spotty, Spotty, if we're going to be confrontational here, I got something I got to, I got to approach you about. I'm okay. going to need a, okay. I'm going to need a shout out sometime in one of these joints. Hey, okay. Because okay. I keep hearing all these shout outs to all these all these artists and projects and shit. And I'm like, yo, Spotty is basically what he's what he's right, really doing. Right. What he's really doing. And, and I could be wrong here, Spotty. And maybe if you want to talk about this and like the writing process part of it. But like what I really think Spotty's doing right now. And, and the only thing I could I could compare it to is like the game. The game does something where mm. he documents what's going on in hip hop. And that's the reason why he does the name drops he does, or that's the reason why he kind of like works in like the little flips that he does or whatever is because he he's always looked at himself as a documentarian. That's the reason why he did the documentary. That's the reason why he's, he's right. always name dropped and stuff. I think that Spotty, whether he's doing this on purpose or not, I think that what he's basically doing is, is he, he's, he's capsuling uh, encapsulating these little moments in, in the scene and when you go back and listen to Spotty's music in five years or whatever, or 10 years, you're going to hear these little references. You're going to be like, yo, I was there for that. Dude, uh, I don't know. I don't know if I've thought of that exact comparison, but right. it makes so much sense when you say that. Um, it's largely been uh, it's it's been a lot less uh, planned out, mm-hmm. like like I have a song Christie's and, and a lot of people will, a lot of people will tell me like, Oh, I, I like the beanie song or I love the beanie song. Right. Right. And it's like, it's not really a beanie song. Um, I actually wrote, I actually wrote that song to celebrate the first auction of a crypto punk at Christie's, which a moment. Uh, it's a moment, a document. Uh, it's a, it's a, 
yep. audio documentary, yep. right? Um, and then it just so happened that I had the opportunity to turn that into the theme song for the, the Beanie's comic book, you know? Right. Um, and then like I did a song for Elite Ape uh, about these eight bored apes that mm-hmm. my hype man, my ape old Rilla is one of those eight that are going to be in another comic book. And, uh, and of course I had to like name drop the other eight cause it's, I had a na- name drop the other seven in the song. Um, and then I did the Archic song. The Archic song was the most premeditated one. That was like, right. yo, we need one last banger before the album drop. You know, what should we do? And we, we thought about doing something R and B and it was like, okay, this is how, this is how we should do it. Um, yeah. but yeah, I think ultimately it's been kind of subconsciously documenting moments, you know, because I know that when there's a big moment, people want a song to celebrate it you know? Right. And, um, but yeah, I'm definitely, I'm definitely going to have to work in, you know, uh, a four things or a GM. Yeah. 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 And that's all I'm saying. I'm not saying it like, I want people to understand that that's not me saying like, yo, I want my shout out, bro. Like blah, blah, blah. Like I want you to talk about me. Like, no, I'm not saying it like that. I'm saying it in the same way that I've said it this whole time. Like I'm, I'm part of this scene at this point. Like I'm out here, like we're cool, like blah, blah, blah. Like I want it documented. You know what I mean? Like documentation is fucking dope. So that's all I'm saying is that, you know, throw me in the conversation spotty. Absolutely. Or maybe we can even go further and do like a skit or something. Yeah. I'm, I'm completely with that too, man. Like that's, I'm completely uh, down to do whatever. That's the one thing that I've been trying to explain to people in the scene. And then I guess, I guess that's where like a lot of my frustration comes in is that from the very beginning, and Spotty can say this, like, you know, again, when we talk about me being confrontational or whatever, like I didn't hit Spotty up and be like, yo, if you're a rapper, you got to be on my show, blah, 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 blah. Like I didn't do that shit. I hit up Spotty and I was like, yo, man, I got this podcast. Um, You know, I've been checking you out. Like if you want to be on a, on a show, we should do that. And he was like, bet, let's do that. Like it was very normal. You know what I'm saying? And, and that's all I look for. And like a lot of this is like just a normal interaction from people. And once you can't give me that normal interaction, that's where I start to kind of get confrontational i guess or whatever because that's where i'm like yo like we're, we're supposed to if we're gonna really run on like this community thing and everybody's really gonna hold on to that shit i'm gonna hold people accountable to that shit right and like members of the community they talk to each other or whatever and like you might somebody might listen to my show and be like oh that's the show where they don't really talk about art or they don't really, you know and they're the rapper and you know blah 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 and this and that but it doesn't matter what you think. Like, that's what we were trying to say about Spotty is like, it doesn't matter what you think. Like, like the amount of hours that I've put in and the amount of artists that fuck with me at this point and the amount of time that I've, I've dedicated to the show, it doesn't matter what you say. You know, that's the way I look at it is like, it's already, it's already been here. So, um, I did want to say congratulations on your big win out at, uh, out of NFT NYC. Hey, Um, thank you, bro. And I wanted to ask you, uh, how did how did that go? What was your, what's your I guess quick recap or whatever of uh, of NFT NYC? Like how is how did everything shake out? Well, first off, thank you for that, and thank you to everybody that's listening that liked, retweeted, voted as you did, bro. So thank you yep. for that, um, because you know, for better or worse, that award and a lot of things that have. A lot of good things that have happened for me this year have been these sort of social voting things, you know, for right. better for better or worse. And thankfully, you know, there's a strong community that's supporting me, you know, and um, I couldn't have could not have done it, obviously, without that. Uh, but NFT NYC was dope, man. I was um, I was super I obviously I got super excited for it when I realized I was going to win this award or be able to receive it on behalf of everybody that voted. Um 
and we went in my producer and me and uh we 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 went to win bro we you know we took we took merch we were always representing spotty and the cheetah gang and and all the spotties wherever we went um and just trying to bring that um what's the word i'm looking for bring the entertainment value and bring the spectacle you know we were bringing a spectacle wherever we went um we couldn't really we were trying to figure out a proper stage to rock, a proper event that was going to host us or let us do our thing or whatever. And it wasn't really manifesting. So we just said, you know what, we're going to make it our own way as we always do. We had a meet and greet for the spotty token holders that, that was dope. Got to meet a lot of people in person. Um, we did a partnership with POAP where it's like, you know what, if we can't have our own event, I am the fucking event. You right. know, find spotty hashtag find spotty. We gave out hundreds of po apps to people that were excited to meet and take pictures. And that's, just talk. that's the type of stuff that I feel like getting into this game, into this NFT game or whatever, like that's something that you, and, and I'll even say myself, like we have an advantage in that way where like we've been to these events before, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like we know what people should expect. And even if they're not expecting it, like that's subconsciously what they're expecting is like, they're expecting an event. They're expecting a show. They're expecting, you know what I mean? Exactly. And you can give them that even if you don't have a stage or even if you don't have whatever, like you can still give them that just by being yourself. It's just like what you were saying. Like when, when the baby first started, like, I don't know if you remember this, uh, Spotty, but when the baby first started at at South by Southwest, he was walking around in a fucking diaper. Yup. You know, it is what it is, you know? And, and nobody, nobody cared about him. Then everybody laughed at him. Everybody said, yo, do you see this lunatic walking around in the diaper? Blah, blah, blah. Right. But like, he's, he's the baby now. Right. Right. <laughs> like, and most of fans, is. most of fans don't even probably know that story, nope. you know? And, um, you know, we, we rented the, the truck. We had the spotty mobile out there blasting the new song with Bun so, B, uh, crashing parties, crashing lines for parties, crashing, crashing pop-up shops, taking it to the street. My, uh, some homies hit me up the last, my last full night in New York. They said, we got this hippie bus. We got a PA system and a microphone on the rooftop. We're, we're about to go crash some parties and rap. Uh, do you want to get down? I was like, of course I want to get down. I got my, I got my, I got 30 I've minutes. Been waiting to rap. I've been waiting, bro. I've been waiting and it's only right. It's only yeah. right. It just goes, it was the perfect, uh, uh, capstone to the whole week. Cause it was like, I wasn't a lot of people this year. They would have never guessed that like I would be accepting an award for NFTs and music, you know? Right. And um, just the way the whole week went, it was just so guerrilla style that it was, it was the perfect way to end it. We broadcast it on Twitch. It's up there now. You can go watch it. Um, and it was great, man. And it was all for my supporters. You know, it was all, I wanted to make sure I'm not just going to go to NFT NYC um, and like, and just be there to party and on vacation and be anonymous and just do that thing. Like, I right. could, I could, and there's some advantages to that. You know, I really yep. put myself out there, bro. I got the, no, cheetah, I, know. I got the cheetah gang on my scalp, bro. I got it in my follicles right now. <laughs> I, saw you know? that shit. I was very run up onable in New York right. city, you yep. know? Um, but I put it out there and I said, fuck it. Like f- hashtag find spotty, whether you love me or you hate me, come find me. Cause I'll be there. I respect it. That's, that's what I was saying about going next year. Um, I was going to ask you if you had any advice for anybody who was going next year, but I was saying, you know, when I go next year, like I already said it on my timeline, like 
this isn't my first go around with this shit. Like if somebody has a problem with me or whatever, like now when I say that, that doesn't mean come up to me and I'm going to fight you. Like that's not what that means. Right. What it means is if you have a problem with me and you want to talk about it or whatever, then we can talk about it. Like if you're, if you're not drunk, if you're not fucked up, if you know, whatever, like you just want to have a conversation and I said something that upset you or you know, whatever, then holler at me. Like I'm, I'm around, you know what I mean? Like I'm six foot two, like I'm very visible out here. So it's, it's like, just come up to me and have the conversation or whatever. And if you don't want to do that, then don't do that. But don't go back to the fucking computer and talk shit and blah, blah, blah. Cause we're not going to do that either. You know what I mean? Well, I'll tell you right now I had, okay. You know what? Actually I did have like two people that came up and, and, and they, they were like one, one I really respected because mm-hmm. this, in, this individual came up to me and I, I had a Twitter spat with an entity that they're associated with, but not with them directly. And we've always been very civil, but they just came up to me and they said, you know, we, we haven't talked in like many months, but I just want to tell you, like, I respect what you said or this or that. It was like, cool. Mm -hmm. It was like dope. That's dope. Especially because I never had an issue with you, but you just came over just to like be proactive and let me know that it was mutual. And then I, I had somebody else where it was like, you know, sorry, this or that went down, you know, I was, it was kind of out of my hands and blah, blah, I was like, okay, well, you could have had that energy <laughs> when it was going down, you <laughs> right. know, and, but you didn't. Um, but it is what it is. But that's what I was talking about on spaces and in person, these people, they, they, they talk, they talk crazy on a keyboard, but then they see you IRL and they cross the street or they see you in a, in a chat, in an audio room and, uh, you know, they, they, they get tight lipped or they, or they, or they have very nice things to say about you, but you know, you know, they're in their corner talking to their, their people, you know, still talking shit. So it is what it is, man. But I guess uh, my advice for anybody going next year would be, first off, I got some advice for these artists and their fans who, Mm -hmm. uh, who were, who felt some type of way about the awards. Yeah. One one thing you could do if you if you feel that you should have been nominated for an award next year, you should ask your friends and fans and family to fucking nominate you because it was a public thing. It was like anybody could have nominated anybody, you know, right. and like I have a feeling there were a lot of artists that were vocal and upset who just didn't know about it and didn't ask anybody to nominate them or didn't nominate themselves. And that's not a, it's not bad that you didn't know about it. I'm not better or more deserving because I knew about it. But at the same time, I'm just letting you know, anybody could have nominated anybody. If you want to get nominated. It's the same thing with like local awards. Like, um, like we used to in, in Albany, when I lived around Albany, like we had the, uh, the Metro land and like, that was the same thing where people would get tight. Cause they'd be like, Oh, that's not the best rapper, blah, blah, blah. And they'd be like, well, did you, like, did you put your name in that? Like, did you, right. did you do any of that? And they're like, well, no, I didn't know that I was supposed to do that. And they're right. like, well, that's part of the game. Like that's, if you're going to be that's part it. of the music game or whatever, you got to realize that's part of the game. That's it. And you know, what's funny. I was just thinking about this in a conversation earlier today. I actually think it was one of my collectors, somebody in my community that put me on and sent me the link. Like you should ask, you should tell people to nominate you for this. I don't even think I yeah. knew about it on my own. You even know? better. So it was just like, yeah, when I, I kind of had that recollection today and I was like, damn, that's crazy. It's just so it goes to show how the whole award was totally the community, you know? Right. Um, but yeah, so, so that's one thing. Stay, mm-hmm. stay in tune with NFT NYC, stay in tune with Art Basel. And I need to do this myself. Like maybe sc- scrape the website. Maybe there's something on there. That's an opportunity for you. I didn't speak at NFT NYC, the official convention, because I didn't fill out the form early enough. I should yeah, go I got to do, I got to get on that next year. That's my, that's my move for next year is I'm not going mm-hmm. if I'm not, if I'm not speaking. 
Not to say that I would have for sure, you know, if I would have just filled out this form, they would have had, but I'm just saying I didn't even try until very, very late because I right. was just kind of, I was kind of wishy-washy on it. So that's a note for myself. And mm -hmm. so upcoming conferences, like scrape the website, search Twitter, search Google, figure out what are the official and the unofficial opportunities for you. You right. know, I talk about nobody had a stage for me to perform on, but I also could have been looking a lot earlier than I did. Right. Um, so that's a note for myself as well. Other than that, man, I would say bring a coat, man, because you never know when some hippie bus is going to ask you to rap on top of it and, and you're out <laughs> you there from the Florida. Fur coat, didn't you? Didn't and, you have the well, joint? I, man, I, I didn't bring a coat. I just had my hoodies because I'm from Florida. Uh -huh. And uh, and then I had this opportunity and it, the, the, the temperature really started to dip. And I said, well, I got to get a coat. I got to do it right. You know, I've been, right. repping, I've been repping Cheetah Gang all week. I can't like. I so can't. you went out and got a coat that quick? Yeah, bro. I was I was looking. That's, I, that's dope. I, I was looking online. I was trying to find a coat. I was searching, you know, leopard print coat, cheetah print coat, blah, blah, blah. No, it was all just like online stores. No, but nowhere where I could really just like see, oh, I'm going to go to that store and get one. Right. So then, um, but I went to Mace. I went to, I went to H&M. They didn't have nothing. I went to Macy's men's department. They didn't have nothing. And then I said, you know what? Fuck it, man. I went to the women's outdoor. <laughs> I went to the <laughs> women's outerwear, bro. Yep. First thing I saw, first thing I saw said, was that's that it. Coat. That's body. It was like that's. It. I, I did one lap around the the joint just to make sure there wasn't something that it was going to catch my eye even more. Yeah. Uh, came back, tried it on. It was over. And the and the lady at the counter, she was like, you know, because I had my hair cheated out and everything. Right. <laughs> she she was like, uh, she was like, is this for you? No, I was like, no, <laughs> no, I was like, yeah, I would, come on, bro. I got right. cheated. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I like, no, no, of course not. Of course it's not for me. The I'm other so, guy yeah. dressed like this. So I told her, you know, I have a performance. I'm an artist. She was like, what kind of music? I was like, rap, blah, blah, blah. She was, a, she was older too. And she was just like super supportive. She was giving me the energy that I needed. And that's coming, dope. I, I got the receipt. She gave me like a nice discount too, bro. I think she gave oh, really? me an employee discount. She was like, just sending me positive vibes. She was like, you're going to look awesome. You're going to do great. That's dope. So it was, it was like great energy. That's when I knew like, this is, this is the coat and I have to bring this coat home. I'm not coming back and returning this coat. This coat is going into the blockchain hall of fame. Yep. New, new spotty attire. Exactly. Sometimes it works like that, man. Um, that's what's up though. That's, I'm, I'm glad everybody had a good time out there. I'm glad it seemed to have gone well for everybody. Um, I've heard a lot of positive things, uh, since everybody's been back and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, very great experience, you know, rest up, bring your vitamins. Uh, it was a, it was a pride, it was a, a party every night. Um, and also I don't regret not having actual tickets to the conference at all. Like, yeah, I'm, I wouldn't, I, yeah, from what I saw, I wouldn't either. I'm sure there was some good content, but I felt like the night, the, the nightlife is really what it's all about. I mean, let's be real. You're meeting people, you're, 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 you're making connections and stuff. So I would have probably slept through some of the stuff during the daytime anyways, if I paid for a ticket. Right. Right. Um, you, oh, shut up. My dog's over here crying. Um, <laughs> So uh, that's my cat usually, bro. Yeah, I've been doing a few interviews and my cat is always trying to trying to act like I'm ignoring him all all the time because I step away for half an hour, an hour or something. Yeah, he's uh, yeah, this this one's very vocal. He um, but yeah, but yesterday on a side note, there was a kind of a funny story. I mean, it was a little bit sad, but still funny. Um, my dog's very small. He's uh, he's he's probably like, I don't know, like 10 pounds or whatever. He's like a toy, uh, toy dog, basically. Uh -huh. Um, 
he likes apples. I don't know what the deal is, but he, he has this thing for apples. And mostly dogs don't like apples, I guess, from what I've read. Um, but uh-huh. but my dog loves apples. And he doesn't like to chew. Um, he likes the apple, but he doesn't like to chew the apple. And um, yesterday he swallowed a piece that I looked at him. And I was, like, usually I hold it for him while he's chewing it. And then he swallows it and we're good. But he took it out of my hand so fast that he swallowed the whole thing. And when he swallowed it, I looked at him and I even said to him, I said, wow, that was a big piece. And all of a sudden he swallowed it. But then he looks at me and he goes, ah, and he started oh, crying. No. And I'm like, what's your problem? Like I started like patting him on the back and stuff. He started freaking out. Eventually, long story short, about 10 minutes later, he puked up a piece of an apple. It was like a, a full on the same piece that he swallowed. I was like, holy Ooh. shit, man, you got to slow down. Right. So uh, I'm you know, glad he didn't. Uh, I'm glad he didn't choke. You know, that's what I'm saying. And like he was. I don't crying. know how to. I don't know how to do the Heimlich on a dog. You know, that's that sounds like tr- the fir- thing you don't want to try for the first time when you need when when it's an emergency. Yeah, the thing the thing that I've 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 learned or saw or whatever is like you basically just got to take your finger and just like shove it in the back of their throat and just mm-hmm. and and just make sure that the passage is clear. And then on top of that, that they'll you know they'll throw up or whatever. So uh-huh. he's. The only thing is, is he is a bitch. Like he, he doesn't like when people touch his mouth. He doesn't like when people touch his face. Like he's my other dog. You can do whatever to, he doesn't care. Um, this one though, he is very, very temperamental and stuff like that. So like, you know, I was trying to, I'm trying to be nice to him. Um, because I don't want him to think that I'm like just trying to just fuck with him by just digging in his mouth or whatever. But at the same time, I want to make sure that he's not choking, you know? So anyways, um, if anybody owns a dog, that's some, uh, some tidbits for you. Um, but, uh, you had mentioned that, uh, your new song, uh, is featuring Bun B. Um, yes, sir. how did that go down? I, and the other thing is I, I know I was listening to the joint earlier and, um, I heard before Bun starts his verse that he shouts you out. And I know I've done some tracks with some people that, you know, that I look up to or whatever. And I know that every time I, I get to their verse and they, they set it up or they shout me out or whatever. There's like always that moment of like, Oh shit. Um, (laughs) did you, I'm guessing you had that moment, right? Like when you heard the bunch, it was, Oh shit. I made it. Um, I I wouldn't say the words I made it, but it was like, I guess, I guess to me it was just like, damn, I did something that I've always wanted to do. Right. That's what I mean by I made it. Like, yeah, you know, but just, um, it was very cool. You know, when he sent me the verse, um, I can't remember how, I think I, I think I talked to him on the phone and he was, he had just finished it up or something, but he hadn't sent it to me yet, but I was talking to him and yep. he st- and I just remember he said, you're going to like it. You know, he's he, like, he was, it was like, he, he was like, I think, I think that was probably why, you know, cause he shouted me out a couple of times and, and he dropped some, ver- he dropped some vernacular that's for the NFT, some NFT too. stuff. Yeah. You know, he dropped a little NFT acronym without giving too much away, that sort of thing. And, uh, it was it was an awesome feeling listening to his verse, man. Incredible. He's a he's such a cool dude to work with. Very easy to work with. Um, yeah, man. It just, it was just like this is historic. I coming up in Chicago, I had a lot of influences, but <laughs> I, I definitely had a, a big influence from the south, you know. And um, he's he's like the guy that influenced so many of the artists that really directly influenced me. And then you know, over time, I kind of like discovered him through artists like Outkast or TI or things like that. And then went back and really did the research and did the knowledge on UGK. But, um, it was incredible, man. Like I'm, I'm still, uh, just so honored and blown away. Like we, we got, we got a crypto punk, we got an NFT rapper on a song with a rap legend, you know, that's crazy. 
I agree. Um, I, uh, I've always been a big, um, UGK fan, uh, growing up in upstate New York. It sounds weird, but, uh, but for me, upstate New York is very country. Um, so mm-hmm. I grew up around a lot of cornfields and dirt roads and that kind of stuff. So when I learned about UGK, I found out about UGK through listening to, uh, to no limit and, right. um, Pimp was uh, Pimp and Bun were both on C Murda's um, first album and uh, a song called Kikdo. And that uh, that song, like right away when I heard Pimp on that song, I was like, who the fuck's this dude? Like, I got to find out more about this cat. And um, him and Bun both like they're just they're they're absolute legends. Um, rest in peace, Pimp C. Um, shout oh, out to Bun. Absolutely. Yeah. R.I.P. Pimp C. UGK for life. And, um, you, you asked me how it came about. Yeah. Um, so I, after the album, my debut album sold, I reconnected with a friend that owns and has operated an indie label out of Chicago for years. And before that he used to be, you know, in the rap, in the blogger era, he used to be an influential blogger. And I just hit him up like, Hey, I just had this album sale. It was successful. And now I'm trying to do mainstream collabs and you know, you're someone I know with a great network, you know, let me know if you have any ideas. And he, he basically put two and two together. And, um, he actually gave me a short list. He was like, here's a few artists that I have a, a direct line to that I think could be interested or it could be cool. And then we put it to a vote in my discord, you know, for right. the people that have my NFT, cause that was something we talked about, we wanted to do. And, um, so they voted and we end up, uh, talking to bun and bun had already done an NFT. He did mm. a, do you know Euler yep. Beats? I know exactly what you're, I think I saw this when it okay. first came out or whatever, and I tried to reach out to that dude. Yeah, so there's a guy that owns a Euler Beat, which is a, a, a very historic, uh, generative music NFT project. Yep. And Bun wrapped on this Euler Beat that this guy owned. And so I knew, like, he's going to know what's up. We're not going to have that same um, question or bear, question of well, if there's a a barrier of knowing uh, about it. That's why I want to reach out to, I want to reach out to Bun now to be on the show. Maybe you can help me put that in oh, motion. Um, I would, but I, I would love to connect you guys, man. Absolutely. Yeah. I would love to have him on the show. Like I said, I've, I've been a long time, like absolutely long time fan of, uh, of Bun. So I would love to talk to him anyways, but, um, but just to be able to talk to him about some NFT stuff and, and all that, like I just had Sam on the show. Um, yes, sir. Last week. And she had nothing but good things to say about you. Um, she kept calling you out by name. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it's all good. She goes, I don't know him as Spotty. So I said, no, yeah. I understand. I get it. Um, Absolutely. But she was uh, but she was great um, to have on the show. I, you know, I from the beginning of me doing this show, one of the things that I wanted to be able to do was have hip hop heads roll through here and I can kind of break down some of this stuff to them and we can talk about it and stuff like that. And I know that we're all early enough where you know, where we can do that. And, um, I don't think that that's me being unrealistic or whatever and saying like, Oh, they would never want to talk about it. I think that it's already happening now in my DMS, like even with some, like she hit me up and she was like, so I'm late and I'm learning. And I was like, that's all you got to say. Like, say less, like, let's, let's do this. Well, um, I'm telling you, like she's going to do great thing. I mean, she's good. I mean, she's, she's amazing and she's done incredible things, but she's going to like, I think she's going to 
she's just so smart yep. and um, she's going to catch on very quickly, I believe. And I believe she's going to be one of these artists that's doing like truly innovative things. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, she, she said she was coming back on in six months and she shot me a DM because I, I sent her over a mods kit. Um, I got uh, I got a few of those for when they were on the show. So I sent her over a mods kid and I knew that she would, she would appreciate that. And she was like, Oh, thanks so much. You know, like she was completely into it. She changed her profile picture or whatever. Like she's, she's fully on board. Um, for and, anybody, uh, Oh, my bad, bro. No, no, no. What were you going to say? I was going to say for anybody that doesn't know, we're talking about Psalm one yes. PS, at, yeah. at P S A L M O N E. Yeah. So she's, she's super dope MC out of Chicago. She's Ooh, a vet. Wow, she's, She's cool as fuck. Um, I was saying, to, I told her that I saw her on stage probably over ten years ago now out in Chicago. Um, there's like a there's a um, there's a venue out there where it's like connected to a restaurant, basically. Sub T uh, subterranean. That's what she was. No, saying. No, no, no. Wait, wait. Is it subterranean? She was saying it sounded it like she was like or that or the blue note. Maybe she was saying. Okay. Okay. Um, I could be wrong, but that's what that's what I'm saying is I just know that that's where I saw her at, and um, and yeah. she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I've rocked that before. I'm like, yeah. So I've known Sam for a while. I've known about her and stuff, and she's been out here. She's been active. Like she doesn't just disappear or whatever. Like she's part of the community in general, like the hip hop community. So she'll transition, I think, great over to NFTs and stuff like that from the community aspect and from the creator aspect. Oh yeah, no doubt, bro. And mm -hmm. um. Yeah. I, as soon as I saw she was interested in NFTs and she started following Spotty and stuff. Well, shortly after that, I hit her up. Like I'm trying to talk to her about a collab ASAP because my whole next That'd project. Great. That'd be dope. Yeah. Don't, don't worry. We're going to make that happen. Cause then Spotty could rap to a girl and shit and vice versa and whatever, if they want, if you wanted to do that, you know what I mean? Like you can't really do that with the art chick situation or whatever as much, right, but you can do right. that with that. Like that's, you know, yeah, so that's cool. it's going to be, it's going to be super fun. And, um, I'm look. I'm, I'm going to catch up with her ASAP, but that's because the, the whole, the whole album is going to be collabs. So I definitely want to have like, I don't want, you know, I never want to put out a project and have it sound all the same or have right. it sound like, like I want to come with a lot of different versatility and for collabs, that means I want to come with an eclectic mix of collabs. So, um, I'm trying to not even just work with rappers, but all sorts of artists. And I got uh, an idea for you. Um, you don't have to take me up on this, but I think it would be a good idea. Okay. You should holler when you holler at Sam. If y'all do a track together, you should you should figure out a way to get her an avatar also. Yeah. To rap as you know what I'm saying, so that, that way yeah. it's like a new character for her uh, as well, and maybe that could like be a kind of cool launch for her with like a like a like a new personality type deal. You know what I mean? Well, she has also like, um, you know, she's got, I don't know the collection exactly which collection is, but she has a dope PFP right now. Yeah. Uh, that's the mods. That's the mods kids that I, uh, that I sent over. Hold to her. up. Her PFP has a spotted shirt on. I just realized this. Did you oh, see? Oh yeah. That? <laughs> Damn. <laughs> yeah, okay. Yeah. It's got the rainbow grill. Um, cause I know she's, she, she's like, she said she's alphabet gang. So LGBTQ. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, that gang. I thought you meant like uh, I I mis misunderstood. I see. No, she no. That's what I, that's what she was saying. And she said, uh, yeah, letters gang, alphabet gang. <laughs> so nice, uh, nice. So I I figured it has a rainbow grill or whatever. So uh, you know I've sent that's that over dope. to her, and she's like, oh, it's dope. You know she yeah she was all about it. So um and it's a it seems like a good project. Like it seems like it's a solid project. I had the guys on here, and they seem like some good guys, and they keep on making moves. Like they just announced the airdrop today for wearables for your mods. Nice. Um, like all that kind of stuff. So, um, 
you know, I think she's gonna I think she's gonna do good out here. Oh, no doubt, no doubt. Hey, have you seen this uh this show, this alter ego show? I don't think so. Wait, wait, is that the like is that the like American Idol show? Yeah, yeah. on Fox yeah. where they where they use avatars. I just seen ads for it online. I haven't watched it yet. Is that something you would want to do with Spotty? Um, I would have to see the show before I could say yes or no. But I, th- I think my, I guess my lead answer, I'm, well, first off, it's hard to say to, like, no, I wouldn't want to do that, you know, right. but ultimately I would have to probably, I think it would come down to what kind of contract they make you sign. Right. Because mo- most of those shows, as far as I understand, like the talent shows that get broadcast, like American Idol, blah, blah, blah. I'm not trying to like disparage yeah. any of those, but I am of the opinion or the perception that a lot of them make you sign a deal where you're basically signing a 360 deal like you assign with a record label, maybe worse. You right. Know? Especially if you win or whatever, like you're if locked you win, in yeah, for, or, yeah, mm-hmm. for the, for the, for the long ride. Yeah. Um, I don't know what happens if you lose, but so I'm just trying to remain independent as long as possible because that makes sense. Well, not, not as long as possible, but as long as it makes sense, which right now it seems to make a whole lot of sense, you know? Well, I think, um, with this altered ego show now, I could be wrong here, but, um, again, this is part of the reason why I have the show, like why I'm able, I've learned that one of the, one of the qualities that I have is that I can kind of see things a little bit ahead of time. Um, we joke about it on Twitter and call each other visionaries and stuff like that. But like, when it comes down to it, like when you're, when you're right more than you're wrong, I mean, what else, what else are you? Um, there's this show called Alter Ego for the people that don't know. Um, it's on uh, Fox where they they perform and they have avatars um, and they're mocap, they're motion captured uh, with suits on in the back, and they do full performances. And uh, their avatars out front, you know, as them, and and they have a full audience and judges and all that kind of stuff. It's it's really, I mean, it's it's mind blowing in terms of technology and stuff like that. It's really impressive. Um, but what I think they're going to do with this show is, and maybe, maybe I'm wrong, but I really think that next year, uh, maybe in, maybe in two years, but I don't think it's going to be two years. I think it's going to be next year. I think we're going to see on that show, a full roster of, of apes, punks, Mm. alien boy, like craniums, like whatever, like whatever, whatever projects end up making it or whatever. I'm not going to, I'm not going to sit here and call out blue chip projects, but what I'm saying is I think that what they're gearing towards is is that is being able to use your avatar in a in a talent show performance and basically them voting on that right right so um, i totally believe it you made me want to watch this show now because i'm just sitting here thinking like it's like borderline irresponsible that i haven't watched that show just to know what's going on yeah it's you man like that's that's the you're one of the first things that i thought of when i saw it is i was like that's that's body like that's fucking like that's the that's like when we see like the house of kiba um board apes or whatever and stuff like that like this is what they're gearing towards and if they're not gearing towards that or if you're not gearing towards that like i don't know i think you should be um because it's the exact platform. Like they're ready for you. You know what I'm saying? Like you, like if you just take a clip of what you do in like the metaverse shows that you've been doing and stuff like that and send them that and be like, Hey guys, I've been doing this. I mean, how could they say like, no, we don't, we, we wouldn't want you on the, on the show. The only reason why I could think they wouldn't want you on the show is because the material that they're doing is stuff that's already, it's already done. Like the materials already been out. It's already popular, blah, blah, blah. Okay. Whereas yours is original material. So again, I think that what they're doing is they're dipping the toe in 
to the water for with this show to see how people kind of respond to it and stuff like that and to see if they can do the technology and stuff like that. It's basically like a big trial run. And, and uh, then somebody's going to see it and take the technology, even if it's not these people, and they're going to apply it to what's going on right now with NFTs. And is it a Are there any rappers? No. All right. So th this is like, it's really interesting. And um, I, 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 I assure you, you're right. We're, we're going to see that next year. And we might see it before next year. Like, I'll tell you this. I'm under the strong impression that these labels are already signing um, avatars. Yeah, I, 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 yep. I, mm -hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm saying it that way because it's not the type of thing that I necessarily should know. <laughs> but, but I have a strong feeling, stronger than uh, I probably should have, that um, those deals have already been happening and are going right. to continue to happen. Well, it's like the CAA deal with, uh, with Jenkins or whatever, right? Like it's the right. same type of thing where like they're, they're scoping and like they're picking. And that's, that's one of the things that I mentioned on Twitter recently, where a lot of celebrities, like a lot of musicians that are, you know, classic, uh, musicians are selling their catalogs right now for $350 million, $400 million. And they're like 70, 75, 80 years old. And there's a lot right. of people that are saying, well, good for them. Like they're cashing out on their catalog. And I'm like, no, no, no. They're selling their catalog at the absolute worst time that they should be selling it. Like the people that are buying it aren't buying it because they want to go home and listen to it or because they want to sell it to like their best friends or whatever. Like they realize that the technology is is here now and that now right. they're going to be able to own these forever. And, and whoever owns that catalog at the time that the blockchain catches up, um, they're going to be able to cook those royalties into their contracts to where they're never going to have to sell that catalog again. Bro, bro, that was fucking, I've, I've never really thought about, you just, you just connected a lot of dots. You know what I'm saying? It, like that's, bro, that, it makes so much sense. Like they're selling for like 350, $400 million and everybody's just taking advantage of them right now because they haven't been paid their whole fucking life for their catalog. And now they're going to finally get paid and they're going to have five years alive with their, with their $350 million. But in that five years, the blockchain is going to catch up. The person that bought it is going to put it on the blockchain and they're going to get royalties off of it for the rest of their life with their kids and everything else. And in, in the, the creator, is going to be boxed out and their family is going to be uh, going to war over these fucking these these albums and all that and bro think about this how, how many of these visual projects we're seeing now how long how long how much longer can you buy a profile picture or an nba top shot moment and it doesn't have a song on it oh you want to know what my you want to know my vision for those I'll tell you what my vision for mm -hmm. those is. And, and, and I mean, I agree with you with the songs and stuff like that. I completely agree with like background music and stuff. But my right. thing is what we're buying. And this is why we like when we keep saying like we're early, we're early, we're early. I don't think people really always understand like how how absolute early we really are. And like the reason why I say that is because like so right now, if you go out and you buy a cool cat, just just I'm just going to use a cool cat as an example. Say you buy a cool cat and that cool cat has like a, a mean face or whatever you know what i mean like with like a, a hat on or some shit like they don't have a personality they just have a it's just a picture eventually i don't know if it's going to work with the cool cats like i'm not into the technology aspect of it like that i know that there's there's things you can do with the contract and stuff and there's different things you can do eventually what's going to happen is one of these projects are going to have an interactive cool cat 
like like the cool cat it might even happen with cool cats like they might they might put out something where they say hey we've been working out we've been working with like this uh this this group that does this thing with technology that's incredible where we're going to give a voice to your cool cat like check your your metadata or whatever on monday morning and you'll be able to hear from Mm -hmm. your cool cat now that's great like that's cool like all right but that could get played out right but then but then you think about what happens when they integrate your microphone and your in your headphones into that technology and you're able to talk to your cool cat so then you could say to them every morning like hey what's going on jimmy and jimmy goes uh it's just another morning what's up spotty (laughs) <laughs> and you go, holy shit! I don't, I don't want to deal with Jimmy anymore. I want to get somebody who's a little bit more positive or whatever. Let me go out and see what's what's available. And then you find another one that's that's you know Stacy or whatever, and Stacy's happy and she's, hey, what's up, Spotty? I hope you have a good day. And you're like, you know what? I need that energy in my life right now. Right. And then and then you're looking at okay, in order for that energy, the floor now there's a floor for fucking energy. Like there's a floor for emotion now. Right. Like how much will like- you pay for a happy cat? Dude, that's a crazy idea. I mean, I'm 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 kind of su- it's like on the one hand, I'm like I'm surprised we haven't seen that, but on the other hand, it's like well, of course, because people are just trying to make as much money as easily as they can. Exactly, it's Ex- not easy. Exactly, you know? and and but, the technology. If you look at it now, Spotty, if you look at those projects that came out five months ago, like when the Yetis came out, everybody was like, oh, they're gonna have a game. It's gonna be crazy, and they and they even said like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The game's not going to be done. We're not going to be doing anything with a game for like a year or two or whatever. So don't even get excited about a game. Now there's there's pro or there's NFTs that come out where they have a game that's pretty much ready, loaded, out the box. Like like it looks pretty legit. Like everything is going fucking straight. Like they are way ahead. Like they realize now that if you're going to make an NFT, people are going to expect a game. So they go out and they hire the game developer before they even launch the nft or whatever whereas before they were doing all that stuff afterwards so again we're early so like if you look at it in six months from now what's the expectation from that it's going to be that you have a board ape yacht party it's going to be that you know you have and they're going to go out and hire all those people beforehand hopefully before you know and not Mm. make people wait six months right yeah it's we're so early man like that uh that ens drop you uh you got in on that um, I have a couple ENS na- domains. I just haven't had time because I've been moving to go on. And, and, and I, I heard we have like six months or something. I don't know if that's true. But we that's have until I- May. Until May. Okay. Yep. So, um, so yeah, we have about six months. Um, and honestly, bro, like I'll be – this was my first real big victory in the, uh, in the NFT world where I got something for, for owning something that I bought, you know, however many months ago. And it was actually worth something. Um, and I thought when I looked, I saw that I was going to get 150, uh, ENS and I'm like, eh, that's all right. Like it would probably be worth like a couple bucks or whatever. Like I figured I was going to get like $300 in value off of my coins. When I did the math last night, like when I saw like what it was and I did the math on how much they were worth right now, I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like right now I have more in my wallet right now than I've ever had in my wallet. That's awesome, bro. And it's just from those coins. It's just from holding. Like, I I appreciate it. Like, it's very, um, it's wild. Like this whole, I called my dad last night to tell him and he was like, get the fuck out of here. And, uh, he could not understand. Like, again, my dad's old school. Like he could not understand why a company would just, you know, a quote unquote company would just drop you money for using them. And like, I've had to explain it to him a few different ways, but like the best way that I've explained it to him is like, look, I've been going to Burger King for 20 years of my life now. 
And every time I go there for my breakfast, like I don't go there every day, obviously, but whenever I go there and I get a breakfast thing or whatever, I'll say to them, can I get an extra syrup? And they always give me an attitude and look at me funny. (laughs) And then they take a syrup and they drop it in my bag and go, have a good day. And I'm like, damn, one syrup? Like, that's really like, all right. And like, that's a billion dollar company, Burger King. Like, don't like, I don't care about franchises or none of that shit. Like, if you are in business for a big company like that, you should not be sweating me over syrup or over an extra packet of ketchup or sauce for my nuggets or whatever. This is the first time where you can do something and use it from an early stage and you're actually rewarded for using it. That's not wrong. Like that's the way that this shit should be happening. Like that's the reason why over the last 20 years or whatever, it's just been a big ass fucking clusterfuck in terms of the economy is because I've known about things my whole life early. I've known about Google since it was in beta. I got a Google, uh, a gmail.com, uh, a, a Gmail invite when when you could only send out five invites to people or whatever. Could you imagine if Gmail turned around after after they launched Gmail and all that and they said, hey, if you were in on the beta, we're going to give you Gmail coins and these Gmail coins are going to be worth however much. Imagine how much those fucking Gmail coins would be worth right now. Right. Life changing. Absolutely. Absolutely. <clears throat> So that's why I was happy that I got in on the ENS deal and I hope everybody else did. I, I told everybody when I first got my at ETH, I didn't know it was going to, it was going to lead to this, but I told everybody like, you want to, you want to look into this and try to grab one. I told one of my boys a few months ago, like you want to look into it and grab one. He, he, he decided to buy fucking animal profile pictures instead. And, um, I, and, I mean, I wish I had more, man. I'm, I'm like, if you saw my, I, I'm like a do, a web two domain hoarder. Oh yeah, like but and you, you wouldn't believe it, bro. Like my GoDaddy's stupid. Like I bought so many domains. During We're still COVID. early, spotty. Like thinking about a year ago, like during COVID, and I was furloughed, and then I lost my job, and this was before spotty and stuff. I was like, I was, I had a few, I had a few hustles. I was thinking of or directions I could go, you know. Right. And I, I bought a bunch of domains uh, for potential like business names and whatnot, and then. I'm grateful I have my two ENS domains, but part of me is like, man, you should have just do it now, man. Like I, I'm no bullshit spotty. I went last night and, um, with the money that I got in, I, I uniswapped over a little bit just to be able to get some weed and some groceries, you know, that kind of shit. Right. And, um, and I had, uh, I had some ETH in there that I uniswapped over just a little bit and I bought my name is GM ETH. Nice. And, uh, I'm very happy with that. It's it's like the, in my opinion, the last six months that I've been here, I think it's the smartest thing that I've done other than when I bought four things podcast.eth six months ago. Because right. I think, like I said, I think we're we're really early. And I think what's going to happen is like I have a boy, like one of my boys is into crypto big and he owns a bunch of XRP. Recently, they airdropped XRP holders, um, this thing called Doge XRP or some shit like that. Hmm. Now- you could look at it and be like, oh, that's a shit coin. But like he got airdropped a good amount of them and they're worth an actual like decent amount now or whatever, where like what he got was a good amount and, and you know, whatever, like he, he, you know, he got those. Then off of having those, he got airdropped another thing called Songbird. That Songbird ended up going up also in like the week that he got it or whatever. And like that's going up and shit like that. So like he's gotten like three airdrops now just basically off of holding this XRP that he's had for however many years, he's now starting to get airdrops off of it. Right. 
I think they're going to do the same thing with this with with the with the ENS tokens. I think that number one, if you hold ENS tokens, I think you're going to get another token eventually, whether it's six months down the line, a year down the line. I have no idea, but that just seems to be the natural progression of these tokens. So if you have a bunch of them, don't sell all of them. In my opinion, I would hold on to at least like 50, 75, like something like that, if you can, and see what happens with them because they, you know, they might end up being. Um, they might end up being super valuable. Uh, we don't really know. And they might get you other drops like owning a board ape gets you the, the kennel club dog and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Right. So that's why I think, and, and I think that right now, like this was the first screenshot and the first airdrop and we're so early. And sometimes we take that for granted so much that we go, Oh, we missed the boat. Fuck. Like, like I'm, I, I just missed the airdrop. Right. No, you missed the first airdrop. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And like, if you go and get a dot ETH tonight or, you know, tomorrow or whatever, you put it in a wallet and you forget about it for six months or whatever, who knows? Like you, you, it's going to be the same thing where they're going to say, Hey, we took our second screenshot and, and everybody's going to go, Oh God damn it. I didn't get one. And I was going to get like Eddie. I, I talked to Eddie, you know, Eddie, mm-hmm. I talked to Eddie and he said to me, he said, um, Oh, I was going to get my dot ETH, but the gas fees were fucked up. But then also when I went to go do it, it didn't work. And then I was going to go back and do it later. And I was like, how long was that? And he's like, I don't know, like three months ago or so. And I'm like, yeah, why didn't you do it since then? And he's like, yeah, you're right. And I'm like, you can't blame anybody for that. Like, you got to blame yourself for that. Yeah, but you know, it's easy to do. We man, we all have those stories. I almost let a, a you know, Justin Aversano, the photographer. Yeah, 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 yep. The twin he has, Yep, he has a new platform. I had one of his to I had one of his tokens to mint, like a yep. mint pass, and um, I almost let it slide. I I, I mean, I almost just I, I it almost sailed out of bounds because I was so busy moving, and then actually somebody in our community. Uh, you know, somebody in the, they reminded you, they reminded me, bro, like today it ended at noon Eastern today. And they hit me up at like 10 and he was like, giving me, it was like, uh, um, an intervention, you know, he was like, uh, my guy, Lewis 22 on Twitter. He was like, basically like, he's like spotty, come on, bro. Like if you, 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 you held your twin flames, you, you, you got the mint pass and and you're not going to mint this. Like you got to mint this. Like get your head out of your ass, bro. And I was like, damn, I thought it ended at 12 last night. I do got to mint this, but I just thought it was. Same thing happened to me, spotty. I had a, um, I had a BYO pill that I had and, um, and I had to get the, the, the mint key or the access key or whatever. And, um, I went to go get it one time and it gave me an error where it was, it gave me a problem. And I was like, all right, fuck it. Like, I think I have until tomorrow or until the day after tomorrow. Um, so I'll just try it again tomorrow. I went back to try it and they were like, oh, it's closed. Like it closed today. And then the, the, the access key ended up going for like 0.8 or something like that, pretty much out the gate. Wow. And I, I, you know, it's just because I didn't have the gas that I was kind of like in the back of my head. I was like, I don't know if I'm going to even have the gas to be able to do that. Like, I'll, I'll see if I can do, I don't know, maybe, but like, right. I can only blame myself. You know what I mean? Cause at the end of the day, like I knew it was there, like I knew I had to make a move and I didn't make the move. And like, it ended up costing me probably over like 1.7 in Ethereum mm-hmm. off of a fucking off of a freebie that I got from them being on the show and another one that I got for 0.08. Right. So it's like, I learned from that where I was just like, no, nah, I'm not doing that shit again. So, and, and I would, I would hope that everybody else learns, you know, and everybody else goes, all right, I got to stay on this because this is big money that we're all dealing with right now. You know? Yeah. I'm just grateful. I'm, I'm grateful. I, I still got to go on and check what, how much I get. I don't think, uh, I guess for ENS, it was, you gotta, you gotta, you got more if you reserved your domain for like multiple years. I don't, 
think I did that. I got to check. I did the absolute least. Mm-hmm. I, I linked mine to my OpenSea and whatnot and made it so that it was like the primary because I wanted people to be able to send me things without having to type in my, my long ass address. So I made it my primary, I guess, which I didn't even realize that I really did that until after I got the drop where I, where I looked and I'm like, oh, I must have made it my primary. Um, I made it my primary. And other than that, I only have one. Okay. And I got 150. Okay. And and right now they're at $45 a piece. Okay. Damn. So that's yeah. like literally my wallet right now is at like 5Gs or some shit like that off of this shit. That's dope. It's fucking crazy. So I'm going to, I'm going to hold it because it sounds like there's, there's, there's utility to it. Like I know that, um, I know that that's like a big thing and they're going to list it on Coinbase. Uh, so when like Coinbase already came out and said that it's going to be listed on there. Right. Right. So once it gets listed on Coinbase, it should go up even more and it's been holding really steady between 30 and 45. So it's like, if this thing holds between 30 to 45 until Coinbase, and if it goes up to even 80, 90, a hundred dollars a token or whatever. I mean, I have a hundred of them. Like that's that's enough for me to me to be able to cash out and get my fucking dental work done or whatever. You know what I mean? Yeah. And right. like for me, that's that's fucking huge. Absolutely. So, it's a, it's a crazy time. What a time to be alive, Spotty. But it's it's like you know, I don't want to I don't want to hype up ENS too much, you know. But mm-hmm. just talking about when you were talking about getting syrup, you know, people just like businesses not having that customer first mentality like that's the difference that's the decentralization effect right like because everything around us it whether it's a company or a government or whatever is so top heavy in terms of how um how leadership thinks in terms of um you know self-preservation at the top you know or overpaying the top the top c-suite people or whatever things like that and um and this just changes it. So if, if people, I don't know how, we, I don't know how the ENS thing happened, but in just in general, you know, if, if the community wants something to happen, it'll happen. So like, why would a company give you free syrup? Because the people that work at the company want free syrup, basically, you know, that sort of thing. Yeah. And you put into it for however long to the point where it's like, again, like these companies, if you, I mean, really, like if we looked at like a pie chart of, of where we spend our money in our life, it, it would be absolutely ridiculous at, how everybody's pie chart would be so divided up for the things that they fuck with. Like, like if you go to McDonald's or whatever, like you probably go to McDonald's for your, most of your fast food intake or whatever, like that's your, that's your place to go or whatever. Like if you go to Macy's or whatever to pick out clothes or whatever, like you probably go to Macy's, like it's like your go-to spot to go to every time. Macy's doesn't offer you a loyalty card or whatever. Like they don't offer you anything to, to show that you've been, you know, making them money for 20 years or whatever. Like this is a chance where they're they're able to do that now, and old companies that don't do that are going to end up getting left behind. Yeah, or or the rewards are just so um, just lame, so like yeah, lame and like uh, fun, like uh, simple, just simple, you know, whatever. Versus what you could do now through content, digital, everything. You know, it's going to be crazy. I'm just glad that I'm here to see it. Um, you know, I was talking to my dad earlier. Uh, we're going to get out of here in a few. I was talking to my dad earlier, though, and I was saying to him, you know, on some on some really real shit, I said, you know, a year ago, uh, my dad had a heart attack. And oh, wow. um, 
yeah, it was, it was, it was scary. And I've had a heart condition also that, you know, I got to set in my heart. So like I've had my own little kind of scare where, you know, you realize that you're not really untouchable or whatever. Um, with my dad, he, uh, his was, his was worse. And, you know, and they, it was, it was scary. It was scary. We almost lost him. And I, you know, I was talking to him earlier today and I was telling him, you know, we were talking about this stuff, this crypto stuff and NFT stuff and all that. And I said, you know, it's, I'm just glad that, that you didn't pass away when, you know, when that shit happened, I'm glad that you're still here. And I said, the, the reason why is because I'm glad you're here to be able to see this stuff. Like, I'm glad that we're able to have this conversation or whatever, because for a long time, you know, I've done a lot of things in my life, a lot of hustles, a lot of creative stuff, a lot of, you know, and my dad's been there. He's been my number one supporter the whole time, you know, and he'll say to me, like, he'll listen to my music and I'll say, you know, you should get this to Puff Daddy. And I'm like, no, no, it doesn't really work like that. Like, you know, you can't just walk up to Puff Daddy and hand him your music or whatever. Like that's, you know, that's, that's support though. That's love. Exactly. Like, that's what I'm saying is like, he's always been like super fucking supportive and whatever. And, um, this is one of those things where like now, like when these things happen, you know, I, I call him and I tell him that and he's like, that's, that's crazy. Like, why'd you get, why'd they do that? I'm like, because I, I bought this thing, you know, six months ago. Now, every other time in my life that I told him like, oh, I did this six months ago. It, it always ended with, and then they took the idea and boxed me the fuck out of it. Hmm. It never ended with like, you know, we're, we're all doing this together or whatever. It always just ended in like, yeah, well, what happened to those three guys that would come over all the time? Like you guys were doing, you know, great. But, and I'm like, yeah, now they're, now they pretty much boxed me out and, you know, and they're doing their own thing. Hmm. They can't box me out of this. Right, right, right. When I buy a .ENS or whatever, or when I buy a .eth from ENS, like it's, it's linked to my wallet. Um, that's it. That's the end game. And I was early. So like now when I tell my dad, I bought this thing six months ago, it actually has value to it six months later that he, that pays off. And he goes, Holy shit, you were up on something new that, you know, there was a big deal. It's like, if you're up on Coke or Pepsi or whatever early, it would be nice to be able to have some kind of reward from that. I mean, I've been up on rappers my whole fucking life early and I don't get anything in reward for that. Yeah. This is that. Exactly. And this is a chance to be able to actually make something off of the times that were early. And it's like, how early are you? Like how, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's really the test of this thing. And when people get upset about, oh, I didn't get into this or I didn't, you know, like with me, I didn't get a board ape. And like, I could sit there and be like, oh my God, I, I you know, I'm, I, I could blame time. I could blame the schedule. I could blame universe. I could blame whatever. But like, I just wasn't early enough, bro. Like I just wasn't like, and, and I got to learn from that. And then the next time I got to make sure that I don't get burned on the same thing. Like it just makes you stronger going through the next move. Right. It has to. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know, Spotty, I appreciate you. Um, GM bro. Thank you. I appreciate everything you bring to this scene. Um, I think that it's important. I think that, and I've said that, you know, the same thing when you were on the show last time, um, I think it's yep. important to have representation, whether, you know, whether when, when you talk about, um, you know, black, white, uh, you know, gay, straight, trans, uh, you know, all that, all representation. I feel like there needs to be a representation for, for what you do. I think it's, uh, I think it's dope and I think it's important for the space. And so I hope that you keep doing what you're doing. Um, Bro, thank you so much, man. Of course. Um, go ahead. Let the people know where they can get a hold of you, follow you, um, and you know, all that stuff. Hey, uh, can I, can I give one, one last thought that I, I was mm-hmm. kind of went through my head earlier? I forgot. Of course. About it, but, we got you time. Know, I, I want to say like, uh, you, when you were talking about that show, Alter Ego. Okay. 
or like when you think about the movie um, Ready Player One, and, and when you think about the metaverse, when it comes to hip hop, okay, think about this, like the music industry has been abusive to artists and it's been abusive to the culture, right? right. Like by basically finding opportunities to- Vulture. Um, to vulture, right? You, you, you vulture, you play on tropes, you, um, you glamorize, you glamorize uh, uh, institutional symptoms of institutional racism, right? And things like that. When you think about the metaverse, remember this. It's easier than ever, and it's going to only get easier to do that, do exactly what they do. And it's going to be easier to do it because now you don't even have to go find somebody that's talented and looks like what you think this trope or this vice should be embodied by right right because now you just build an avatar right and then you have anybody behind a microphone no matter who they are where they're from you know you just have them say whatever you want them to say right mm -hmm. and um so where i'm going with that is like you know like we were talking about earlier um everybody's everybody's substance isn't for everybody but watch out for what's coming i promise you you're going to see some you're going to see some shit that in terms of like appropriation and things like that that you you can't even imagine yet and just right. watch out for that and remember what i was doing this year when you see it i love it and so you can find me at spottywifi.com got the new song with bun b all time high on all streaming platforms now read about the drop on my website is taking place on monday in the meantime i'm at spotty wi-fi on twitter Got the Discord link in my bio. We're always talking music and and uh, you know decentralization and content in my dis in my Discord, and I'm always in there. So come come hang out. Or um, stick around for a minute if you could, Spotty. Um, yes, uh, for everybody who's listening right now, I appreciate you taking the time to listen. Um, my name is GM. Like I said, that's my name. My name is GM. GM is my name. Um, it, it's not going to change. Uh, this is four yes, things. Sir. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, Spotty. I'm gonna I'm gonna fight this until uh, until I'm in the ground if I have Yo, my, to. My name is GM. Is it, bro? That's yeah, it. My, yeah, that's like, what I'm saying. Like my name is GM. I really feel like that's like the smartest fucking move that I've made in this space. The fact that I good. got my name is GM. Eth is like that's the most valuable thing to me in my wallet right now, other than my Devil. Yep. I think you got to get the Twitter, the Gmail, the Insta, yep. everything, uh, the TikTok, Snapchat. And I think you ride that, bro. That's it. I agree with you. That's going to be, that is my personal, uh, that's going to be my personal brand and, and movement for, you know, me uh, as part of the show. It's always going to be four things, but, um, but I agree with you. That's, that's the thing that's going to be on t-shirts and stuff like that. My name is GM. Yes, um, sir. Like that's, that's my thing now. Like you can't take it from me. Like I, I got it and uh, fuck everybody who's tried to take my name. So and, and you earned it, bro. You I appreciate it. it. Like I, for, for anybody to register that, that domain, like yep. you're the only, you're the only human on this planet that should have that domain. I spotty. I really do appreciate that, man. Cause that's really how I feel. And like I say, I understand, like, I'm not trying to people, people got to understand when I do this thing, like the, my name is GM thing. Like you got to understand that like some of it is me joking around. It's kind of like the spotty thing where like, you know, you just play it up because it's fun or whatever, you know, it's, it's like entertaining, but there is some truth behind it where it's like, 
people got to back off a little bit or at least give me some props here when you're when you're mentioning this whole gm 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 and then i start seeing people like this is the gm show and stuff like that and i'm like no 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 this is the gm show like what are you talking about like you and i don't even address them i don't even say anything cuz i'm like you sound crazy right now like it's it's like if like me and you came out with a group and we we're like hey everybody we're ugk and and like and and people are looking at us like no there is a UGK bro and we're like no 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 you don't understand like no there just is you can't take it back you know what I mean like like it just is my name I don't know what the fuck to tell people like they just got to get over it and like be cool with it because I've been cool with the whole GM 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 thing like it, it's just what it is so GM's my name um and uh, and this is four things uh, I appreciate everybody for listening um, this is actually going to be an episode of more I don't know if it's going to be more things or four things to be honest with you but basically the difference is four things is uh, this season we're covering everything NFT um, just randomness I think this will probably be labeled as NFT NYC um, just for the views uh, <laughs> get a little clickbait going in there um, but uh, but other than that um, you can check out more things where I talk to artists and uh, and I talk to creative projects sometimes when they want to drop me some ETH to come on the show. Uh, very transparent around here. Um, and uh, and that's about it, man. Struggle Life, uh, you can go check out the Struggle Life OGs. Uh, those are a project that I have up on OpenSea. You can check out some of my vinyl, vinyl photography collection uh, on OpenSea as well. Um, if you want to check those out, I would greatly appreciate it. Um, I'm not going to be rich forever. I mean, I just got some fucking ENS here. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, that's about it. Uh, we appreciate everybody and, uh, and we'll see you next time. Maybe Denzel will be here. Maybe Catfish will be here. We really don't know. Who knows? Um, appreciate y'all. Peace.